Hello everyone and welcome, welcome to the Pink Cloud 9 Vodcast. I'm so excited to be here, so excited for all of y'all to be part of this. I have a one amazing, a beautiful, talented author, the one, the only, Love Lubker. Hey, how's it going? Good. And by the way, uh, your dress is beautiful. Uh, I'd like to ask, uh, you know, is there a name for the for the attire? Did you did you purchase it? Did you make it? It's beautiful. I've purchased it mostly, and I use some things from my grandma's jewelry box that's in the background. Oh wow! <laughs> and I have my author portrait done in most. Victorian era style, I'm so. Victorian era, yes, of course. That portrait, is that you in the portrait? It's a, one from a site where you can get your face put into historical portraits and stuff. Okay, okay, because so I... I did that and then got my own costume on, so... Absolutely, it's beautiful. And, yeah, I was wondering about the portrait because I know that... If a person were to get a portrait painted of about of themselves, then what happens is you actually have to sit or stand for a very long time, right? Like hours and hours. So I was like interested. So tell us about your books, the titles of your books and uh, what they are about. That is amazing. So that's what's the title of the first book? Under his spell. And what year was that one published in? Just the beginning of this year. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. And the second book? I've just finished it, and I'm just about to get it up on my website. So. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> cool. And you're already working on the third book. So that's really interesting. And then whenever that one comes out, please let us know so that we can um, go to your website and purchase it as well. What is your website address? TheRivalCourts.com Awesome, awesome. Okay, cool. So how long have you been writing for? Just a little over a year. I started November last year. And... Yeah, my family and friends had always said you should write a book about all the stuff I research. And I always said, I don't know how to write, I don't know how to describe things, but I am now. Absolutely. So, about how many pages are each book? If they're different page numbers, that's okay, but approximately um, just. The first one's about 380 and. The second one's a little bit shorter. I'm not. I don't remember. <laughs> but. Yeah, around that, around. I get it. Um, that's 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 really good description. You know, um, I've tried writing. It's very difficult. It's like I'm very to the point. I'm very direct, and I'm not one to really dissect even my own thoughts. 
So uh, I admire authors very much for everything they, they, they do. So tell us about the publishing process a little bit. How was that for you? I just did it as learning how to format the Word, Word document and put it into PDF form and did flat as my ebook on my website. That's awesome. And that's really a really cool way to go about it. Uh, the bigger challenge is the marketing part of the books because, you know, it's kind of like when you're a self-published author, you also have to do the marketing of it, and that can be a really big project. Yes. So tell us, um, what what do you have there in your hand? Is that a picture of? <laughs> it's a picture of the main characters in my book. Oh, that's so Victoria's eldest daughter and her husband Lutz. Beautiful. Friedrich the third of Prussia, but then I said she's Queen Victoria's daughter, but they're the parents of Kaiser Wilhelm, the Kaiser of World War One. So my stories are my view of what things that lead up to World War One, but it's just a different story than has been told. And nice. Researching in the German stuff, reading his diary and, and her letters to her mother and stuff, but telling a different part of the story than is usually told. Very cool. So what genre are is the series in that yeah, you had to... Historical parts are romance, parts are political, and okay. a lot of different, but historical. Yeah, fiction. historical it's written fiction. fiction, but it is very thoroughly researched and stuff. Right. Would you what what ages have you found that the readers are that are purchasing the book are eighteen and up? I don't readers. know. In their 20s up to their 70s. Yeah. And men and women. So. Perfect. Oh, that's good. That's good. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about uh, you as well. Um, I'd like to know, how do you define happiness? I bet writing is a big part of it. When you write, you feel happy when you get a lot of... Yes, I get very... Excited when I finish my new books. <laughs> yeah. Even after you finish, like, one chapter, two chapters, you know, things yeah. like that. It's a, those, those little milestones are really important yeah. to celebrate. They're yeah. part of a whole. And so, how do you define success? <sighs> well... I can tell you how I define success, and then if you want to add some, you can. Uh, and if, um, you know, we can we can go on to the next question. But I define success by my amount of happiness, and my amount of happiness is defined by my amount of success. So to me, 
when I'm happy, I'm successful. And when I'm successful, I'm happy. And what that means is I like to, um, when I feel whole and satisfied and complete in all areas, psychologically, mentally, physically, emotionally, mentally, um, you know, all around. So when that's all good, I'm like, whew, this is good. So it has nothing to do with what I have or what I purchase or things outside of me. It's all inward. Yeah, I agree a lot. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, I know a lot of people, um, they like to come on the show and um, a lot of them um, have a... Uh, a hard time kind of like describing the book because they're like well if I give too much of the book then they might not purchase it but I believe that if you give just a little bit of the synopsis which you already did some but um, if you want to add some more of what the readers can expect you know are they going to cry are they going to laugh are they you know what uh, kind of scenario give us an example of one scenario in the book that that is really really juicy yeah i tell the story of their his childhood which is not an easy childhood and stuff and from their courtship and marriage and the first four years of their marriage and Mm this book and the first book I mean and yeah they go through a lot of a lot of ups and downs (laughs) but right yeah and I figured that it's it sounds like it would be uh books that really keep you at the edge of your you know seat as people say um because there is um like you said romance little bit of um, politics, a lot of history, all the research that you've done. Is this your favorite topic? Yeah. <laughs> it's what I spend most of my time on. Right. Do you, do you, you're a writer and an author. Do you read as well a lot? I mean, it yeah, sounds like you I do. I read a lot. I read on the letters and diaries and memoirs mm. and I'm teaching myself German to read the sources and that. Um, yeah, wow. I read that a lot. That is really cool. Okay, so reading, writing, great, wonderful. What other interest do you have? Or something that you haven't tried that you're thinking about one day trying? I've always been into animals. When I was a child, that was my field of research. <laughs> had lots of pets when I was little. Any particular type of animal, like uh, like an exotic I, animal, trop- tropical animals, uh, jungle animals? I, I had chickens, gerbils, hermit crabs, fish as pets, but I read about all kinds of animals, read about all the different habitats and stuff. So gotcha. it's funny. I read about them, the habitats in different countries, but I didn't. Geography wasn't really meaningful to me when I read about animals, but now that I'm learning history, it is. 
Right, but right. And she was like, I don't know if you don't really need that because they live in a certain place. <laughs> exactly. And then as we as we grow and, and we spend time on Earth, our interests, they fluctuate. They can change. They can be like, uh, you know. Um, and, of course, you can't have a jungle animal in your home. So I can understand uh, learning about and, and, and loving, you know, the chickens and the fish and, you know, the, I guess the, the house animals or the house pets. Or, so that's good. That's really good. Um, I used to have birds. When I was a child, I had a dog, a few dogs, different breeds. I love dogs uh, and breeds, but I also love cats. So I'm actually a cat and a dog person. But if I had to choose, I would say cat. And only because they need, it seems like they need less attention than dogs do. You know, dogs, you have to walk them (laughs) or they, you know, make messes. But then cats, you can just have a litter box, right? And then, so, you know, but that's a really bad excuse on my part. I still love dogs. Um, I especially love dog parks and, you know, taking friends' dogs to dog parks and stuff. So, anyway, I could talk about animals forever, <laughs> but I'm not going to. So, that's something that we have in common. Uh, okay, last question. Um, tell us one more time the name of your website. The Rifle Courts. And there's one more thing I need to mention. I'm ma- getting an audio book made of my first book and I have a crowdfunder going on to raise money to get the readers. That's awesome. Okay, what's the crowdfunding uh, name? It's on gogetfunding and com slash under his spell. So okay. my website is the Rival Court and I have it so you can get the books or pre-order of the books and the audiobook as a bonus for a lower price by contributing. So. Awesome. That's great. Have you ever uh, filled out a, an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter? Not those sites, but... Okay, so... Okay, this is my personal take on the difference between Indiegogo and Kickstarter, which are also for funding of artists and artist projects, okay? So you might want to look at these websites and check them out. But I recommend Indiegogo because once your Kickstarter campaign is over, say it's a 30-day campaign, uh, people cannot add money to the campaign any further after it's over. But with Indiegogo, people can continue adding money to the campaign after it's over. And also the process, I filled out both of these. Indiegogo approved me within a couple of days. Kickstarter kept asking me questions and asking me for more information. And I'm just like, this process is taking forever. So if anybody ever asked me which do I recommend, I would say Indiegogo. So um, that's just for future reference. I'm very happy about the audiobook. I'm very proud of you. Uh, very exciting. Uh, 
are you using um, someone else's voice or your own voice for the audiobook? Other voices. That's why I'm doing right. the crowdfunder. That's why you're doing the. Yeah, I think I still I still wanted to ask because um, yeah. because you know yeah. uh, some some authors want their own voice, which is fine, yeah. and some authors prefer a yeah, I professional. Yeah, accents and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And I have different parts that are from different perspectives that I want the male and female readers and stuff. So. Yeah, it would. It sounds like it would be a big project to do your own book. So I can imagine, and I'm happy that you have the uh, crowdfunding going for that because I know that can be very costly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool deal. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for being here, L- love. Love Lubker. That is such a cool name, by the way. I love it. And um, thank you for sharing your books with us, with the world. Tell us one more time the name of the series and then the name of each book. The Rival Court and Under His Spell and Under a Cloud are the two I've written. Perfect. Thank you so much, everybody. Please make sure to... Go to Love Luker's website. Check out her books. They're only available on her website, which is totally cool. And please donate to her crowdfunding so she can get her audiobook also out there. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for uh, participating, listening, watching. And everybody have a fabulous rest of the day. The recording has stopped.